So mm -hmm. it feels really good to cross stuff off the list, but then we're not necessarily actually doing things that add value to our life. Hashtag mm -hmm. story of my life. Is the thought of being imperfect keeping you from taking action? Welcome to Inspired Action for Imperfect Humans. Each week, we give you real-life stories and thought-provoking research that inspires your soul to live a more fulfilled life through your own actions. From the heart of Calgary, Canada, here are your hosts, award-winning coaches, Christopher Lawrence and Kyle Kalou. Well, hello, hello, hello. Uh, it is Kyle Kalou with Christopher Lawrence for another week of Imperfect Inspired action um and i really want to talk about something that i have been talking about for years i sometimes introduce this to a lot of my clients sometimes i get some pushback sometimes the subject doesn't go over so well um because i didn't know how many people out there have a to-do list do you have a to-do list how do you feel about a to-do list yeah i don't even want to do this podcast because <laughs> i feel like Okay, let's just start with this graphic story. There was a time, mm -hmm. y'all know that Kyle and I were in a relationship at one point in time. Yeah, the and best time of his life. You do. Yeah. yeah, it was like the best time for like discovering what I didn't want in a relationship. In any anyway, case, get back to uh, it. <laughs> so I was like overwhelmed by a to-do list of things. Girl, do you remember mm -hmm. this moment? I do remember that and moment. And <laughs> I knew that it wasn't helping. Like some of these things weren't yeah. adding value, but it's just like, mm -hmm. you know, I think for for people in life, having a to-do list, it, it's a way of organizing yourself. Um, but also for people who are really good at listing, uh, it it's a, a way of achieving. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's a way of uh, creating achievement the challenges so what it does is it it gives you a dopamine response right like when right. you cross something off your list you get yeah. a dopamine response so here's the thing people can actually become addicted to it where it's like they're crossing stuff off so not clinically addicted as as would be right. defined in the dsm-5 but to mm -hmm. the point where actually the list starts controlling their life more than they are controlling their life exactly so mm -hmm. it feels really good to cross stuff off the list but then we're not necessarily actually doing things that add value to our life hashtag mm -hmm. story of my life hashtag <laughs> 40 year problem um <laughs> and so kyle and i are sitting in this car and he's trying to convince me that maybe it's time to get rid of this to-do list and i had a motherfucking meltdown <laughs> oh boy was it ever like i fucking cried and cried and cried he wasn't wrong but it is like it's addictive like it is certainly habitual mm. for me i think listing you know especially for people who maybe struggle with a bit of depression anxiety i think what it does is it helps get things out of the head so that the rumination right. stops and they can kind right. of do away with the overwhelm the challenge is that people who are doing that and writing everything down, they're not actually going through that list and saying what's valuable here. So now that I've right. got it out of my head, I'll come back to it later. When they come back to it later, they see it as a must do rather than a let me check and see if this is a valuable task. Now that I've said that, I disagree with everything I said. I think listing is a powerful <laughs> tool. And I think that people who don't list basically are devil worshipers. <laughs> Like me? What? No? Like what? Kyle. 
No, you know what? Listen, and you you actually said all the things I wanted to say is that, yes, there are certain things that it plays a role. There are certain things that you know that means there's value, it matters, it makes sense, put them on the list, you want to get that down, right? You want to get it done, people, it's on the paper, great. There's some people who also have anxiety when they don't get through their lists, right? The stuff that, again, and the stuff that they're freaking over or the things don't even matter, right? So the, all I'm introducing for you guys to, to at least, I'm inviting you to consider, why not have a not-to-do list? Since you're all about the list anyway, why don't you create a not-to-do list? Meaning these are the things that drains you. These are things that is, is a distraction to your day, to your productivity. It actually doesn't fuel you. That you may be doing habitually, that maybe you be doing because there's a routine if you're always doing it. Why don't you just start looking at that list and say, how much of those things that actually requires my attention, my expertise, and those things that don't, can we just put it on the list somewhere else? I tell you when, and I know Christopher, I know you do this too with some of your clients. When we get to a, a money situation where we say, why don't you just track where you're spending your money? Why don't you just make a list of where, we don't tell them to do anything else with it. No. It's amazing. What happens when they come back to us after a week or two of doing that? What do they oh, usually say? 99% of the time they're floored at how much they eat out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right? They're just like, what? Yeah. I can't believe Eating that. Out, right? it's, it's like, it's not everybody, but but mm -hmm. the vast majority, eat, they're like, oh my God, I did this with one client, $2,000 uh, on eating out. Wow. And this is somebody who is basically like a minimum wage worker. And I yeah. think it was in a six or eight week period that it was 2000 or $2,200 on eating mm -hmm. out. And I'm like, how do you even afford that? Like, I no. don't know. He's like, he's like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, you know, you know, one can say there's a value being expressed there. There's something behind that, right? It could be a social setting. I need to be out with people. Um, maybe I, I, I want the comfort of other food. I'm a foodie. I'm a, like, there's so many other things. So we're not, we're not necessarily, those are bad things. We're just simply saying, be aware. Like all this stuff is again, being aware. When we do, reason why we're talking about these things, because I think at the end of the day, what we do as coaches and facilitators is really trying to empower people to get really clear uh, for themselves. How do they take action and how do they really lead it back to fulfillment? That's what we want for you. We know when you're drained and you're distracted and you don't have flow or balance, whatever terms you want to use, we know that drains you and we don't feel good about those things. Hence why we say there's a people without even knowing they're crippling themselves by doing things that doesn't provide them value. And that's all we're saying with the list because we, you know, and we're not just talking only people who, who do lists, but that just seems to be the subject today is be mindful. Do you, if you looked at your list right now of the five or 10, and here's what I found a lot of lists, people don't have five or 10 things. They have like 22 things, mm -hmm. 30 things on that list. I'm just saying, if you go through that list, say, just indicate, highlight. So because I'm, I'm doing some of your stationary <laughs> highlight stuff of highlight on the list yeah, that is valuable. People who don't like stationary also worship, worship <laughs> I love stationary. I love it so much I started I did that for you. <laughs> I did that for you. We should talk about that one day. So I want you, so here's my task for you. So I don't know what research is out there and I'll, I'll give Christopher a second to see what he, he could find. But I want you to just think about your list. And, and if you just, Here's the imperfect inspired action on what you consider. Go through your list, even a previous list, and just highlight in your favorite highlighter, highlight, high, highlighter, um, the things that 
provided value for you, that filled you up, that really motivated you, that spoke to your values, that really kind of said, hey, these are the things that I want to be able to do. Just highlight it. And then I want you to use a red pen because, of course, the red pen is like striking out from our teacher. And I want you to strike out the things that provided no value to you. Like you didn't even have to do it. Someone else could have done it right because i'm not saying there's things that you you still have to do don't don't get me wrong but i'm just saying just look at things that you didn't really need to do or it was draining to you it actually sapped your energy just go through that what do you think about see, that Christopher? Is, see this is where i struggle a bit so i'll look at something like email email is something that falls on my list of things to do for sure right. it does i actually hate email it doesn't fill me up if I never had to look at an email again for the rest of my life, I would be happy. I hate text messaging. I hate social media. I hate all of that stuff. I love getting on the phone and having a conversation with somebody. Right. That's how I prefer to operate. I try to do that. The problem is, is none of those things have added value in my life. Zero. None. The problem is our world has moved away from that. And right. all email is, is just another list to get Ask. a dopamine response to check stuff yeah. off. And yes, it's a communication tool, this and that, right? I, I find as the younger generations come in uh, and stuff like that, they, they're not very email uh, savvy. They're not keen on email. So instead they use text messaging, but text messaging is an interruption 24 seven, right. right? And so it's like, I will not text message with, um, with my clients for sure. Like I just mm -hmm. don't do it because it's, um, it, it's a violation. Some people say get a second phone and it's like, well, you know, that's that's a, an yeah. unneeded expense. And it's like, turn your notifications off. Girl, my notifications are off, but I still have to go in to see if my husband just texted me. And, or use your phone. Isn't and then just I use your see yeah. that my clients have texted or whatever. So I just don't do it. So, so I, I don't know. I think that there's a lot more research that needs to be done in this. I think if you want to take Kyle's activity and give it a try, I don't think it's a bad activity. I think even just, you know, you've got your to-do list, but maybe there needs to be three, four, five questions at the top mm -hmm. of all of your lists where it says, which of these activities are actually important to progressing me forward right. in a way that I want to, right? Which of these activities, if I don't do them, are going to have a negative impact on me in such a way um, you know, that, that it's going to set me back in some way. Um, mm -hmm. I look at, uh, you know, so, so there is, there, there is some research there. I, I think there's some, some value in this that I think people who list don't do people who list typically cross stuff off a of list and they feel good, but very right. rarely do people who list actually list things that they've gotten done. They right. don't sit there and write out what achievements have they had what have exactly. they gotten done what have they accomplished and they don't reflect on those instead they just cross something off and say ah that feels better and move on mm -hmm. but when we actually do a got done list it has been shown so when we focus on past achievements it boosts our creativity productivity and happiness mm -hmm. this is what the research is showing is that oh. similar to what we talk about like mini wins during someone's day when we say, hey, just kind of put that stuff down because we find oftentimes people don't even remember they did a whole bunch of stuff. Like I say, you know, I, I woke up, number one is a win. You know, the next thing I say to myself is I made the bed. That's another win, right? So when we talk about getting things done, I think it's important for us to to recognize that, like we got things done today, right? Because that's about the doneness for some people. Um, would you say it's the same as the mini win journal that we, we sometimes talk about? or is that a completely different thing? 
Yeah, so let's be clear about what that is. Mini win journal is, is just a way of focusing on your success. So what we try to do with this is we're developing neuroplasticity of getting people. So basically we're establishing a habit of getting people to be and remain success minded. Right. So by focusing on the successes that we've had, no matter how big or small they are, like a mini win might be like, hey, I showed up on time today. Right. That's a win for somebody who isn't necessarily doing that, Not right? Mm -hmm. And and it's okay if some of those wins are the same, but basically it's creating a neuroplasticity, a habitual way of thinking about successes so that in our lives we remain success-minded. We're looking for the silver linings. By mm -hmm. doing that, we typically maintain a more positive mindset and a more positive mindset uh, typically helps us um, accomplish, achieve, or experience more fulfillment in our lives. There is something yeah. to remember too, right? Optimists will always think that they can do more than they can. So optimists right. will very rarely meet their own expectations. Mm -hmm. Pessimist is more accurate in their assessment of what they can accomplish. So people who are more pessimistic in thinking, they're more accurate in, in um, being able to achieve what they want, or, or sorry, being able to see what they can actually achieve. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like being a pessimist is actually to our benefit in terms of being accurate about what we can do. But here's the caveat. The optimist will always achieve more than the pessimist because the optimist believes they can do more, whereas the right. pessimist will stop at what they believe they Limitations. can achieve. Limitations, yeah. So it's their limitation. So, so yeah. optimists are horrendous at setting uh, timeline-based goals. Mm -hmm. They're horrendous at being able to fully achieve what they they want to achieve fully, um, whereas a pessimist will be more accurate, but the optimist will always achieve more. They will always go further than the pessimist because they don't have the limiting thinking. Where the optimist needs to be really careful is in the self-criticism of the gap of what they didn't achieve. What they have to achieve. be more reflective back on that win side or on that mini win side of, hey, even though I didn't get where I wanted to, here's where I did get, which is way further ahead than I thought I would. Yeah. That's where the optimist has to be really careful because because that inner critic can sometimes come in and, and rip out. us apart. And, you know, and basically, that's it's like having your own version of Kyle in your head. <laughs> I knew I tried to get in there before he got there because I knew he was going to. And I think that's what we're trying to say is at the end of the day, what we want, we know how it feels when we feel good about ourselves when we do well, something. You're actually really cutting out right now. And I don't know if that's coming through in the audio, oh, but yeah. I can't hear you. So, okay. Yeah, I Can can't you hear, hear you at all. So folks, I think the inspired action here, I'm going to give Kyle a bit of a break because, uh, you know, he's been talking a lot today. Um, the inspired action is you can see him like flailing his arms. Um, you'd think he'd be troubleshooting this issue, but instead he's just reacting to what I'm saying. Um, folks, the inspired action here is to kind of look at your listing and to see if it's actually adding value to your life, to see if it's actually making a difference for you and, and to see if those are the things that are moving you forward. I can say that for me, this has been an ongoing journey. I often need to stop and reflect if the activity that I am doing is actually adding value. And it's so much easier just to get it done and cross it off than to do the work of sitting back and doing that emotional check-in. But that check-in is really important in having a fulfilled life. So take some inspired action, let it be imperfect, and let us know how it went. Have a great week. 
it's our goal to build a global community of inspired action takers. And we can only do that with your help. So if you love inspired action, please leave a review on your favorite podcasting app and share us on your socials. You've heard from us. Now we want to hear from you. Go to inspiredactionpodcast.ca and tell us what is the inspired action you took this week. Next week on Inspired Action for Imperfect Humans. People who are happy and thriving are are 12% more productive.